Rocket Soccer News For insight that excels For expert analytics You better go somewhere else Portland Betting Soccer Podcast Enjoy it now Cause it probably won't last Patches, poop, they cover it all They'll discuss everything except football Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. What about me? Oh my God! Will you please die in a fire? I've been trying to. <laughs> it's just like there's just no goddamn fires. <laughs> Definitely put this in the beginning of the next episode for sure. That's usable content. Soccer podcast. <laughs> Randy, yeah. uh, where are you coming to us from? Hey, I'm still up here in Northeast Portland. I am Jonathan. I'm coming to you live from Northeast Portland as well. Greg? Greg, Southwest Portland, Goose Hollow. Josh, Lake Oswego, Westlake. So, what? what so, Greg, who's Greg? Yeah. Who is Greg? What? What is a so, Greg? Are we a, we a four-man podcast now? I am the podcast now. Is that what we're doing? I mean, I'll someone invited Greg. I didn't invite him. <laughs> but Sorry, guys, me. I was asked yeah. to be here. That's all I know. <laughs> if, if we could trade Josh uh, out and put Greg in as the starting uh, center, I would take that. Yeah, yeah I, I'd take hey, that you know, too. I'm here mainly for comedic relief, and that's about it. Okay. Oh, you got a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys watch any soccer games? Lately, uh, yeah, yeah, we watched only a few. The Randy, one yesterday was um, a pretty good game. Randy, what is your take on yesterday's game? Uh, my take is that we can only hold it together for so long before we have a couple games where we just sort of <laughs> fall apart. So true. It's too much to expect consistency over the long haul. I think I don't know. Do you think uh, it? Who, whose fault was that goal? Man, you know I can't even remember it right now. <laughs> That's the thing. It was that sixteen-year-old kid in like the ninety-something odd minute. Yeah, oh like right, yeah, third minute. Um, I mean, does it matter whose fault it was at this point? No, I guess not. Um, I <laughs> I was late to watching the game because I thought it started at 7.30, so I was pooping. And I checked a post <laughs> on Tim's Wonderland that said, um, oh, no, game's already going. Like, Bradley Wright Phillips is, like, crushing it. And I was like, oh, shit. So, you know, I ran out and, uh, well, I finished the job, and then I washed my hands for 20 seconds. Thank you, Apple Watch, for letting me know uh, when, uh, when I should stop washing my hands. This podcast is brought to you by the new Apple Watch. If you want to waste money, you go right ahead. Um, and does it literally tell you how long to wash your hands. It does. It has like a, a countdown. So how, how does um, it know that you're washing your hands in the first place? It's the it's the fucking devil, man. It knows everything. So uh, game yesterday. I mean, the Timbers looked really good. Uh, really good passing. Um, it like things are clean. Like they're clearly back into being a well-oiled machine. It's just that fucking last minute goal where you're going you know you lose two points at home and uh it's really frustrating uh they 
even Diego Chara was just like, this is unacceptable. Uh, and so it's like, who do you, who do you blame? I mean, I thought the subs were good, although Christian Paredes is not looking uh, of his former self. Yeah, and, he looks, he didn't have nearly as bad of a game as Konechny did the, in RSL, but he wasn't in for nearly as long either. Who knows? He could have had that bad of a game. Well, and then that's my other question. So um, if you look at, uh, Konechny, who I am a huge Konechny fan, um, last year with Brian Fernandez, like when he was coming out as a super sub, you know, he had tons of assists. Uh, he looked great running on the ball, but if they don't play forever, uh, like he, I think that was his first game this season. Yeah, I think that was his first appearance this season. Maybe. Yeah. No, what? no. Was he on like in the MLS's back or something? Didn't he come on? I don't think he did, but I could be wrong. But I, think he did, I think he did come on. Are we talking about Connecting? I remember. Yeah. He came See, on in that last game, I think. That's all you need to know about Connecting's performance this season because he has played multiple games, but he makes so little a difference that nobody remembers him ever being on the field. No, Greg, that is not uh, at all a fair comparison. That's, that's horseshit. Yeah. Because yep. I'll look at no, the stats. Yeah, it's no, horseshit. He's, he's barely play, but that's not why that's nobody rem- – I mean, that analysis that's is – a, that's a f- that's it's not a right. farce. <laughs> it's farce. Um, no, my my issue uh, with, uh, with people hating on Konechny for his performance with RSL, which, again, was, was terrible, um, right. is that you can't have consistent – players or consistent performances if you don't play so sure. uh my level of expectation for him was not very high i was surprised by it. i felt like the the lineup and uh for rsl was um it wasn't quite t2 but it was in between t2 and the timbers and i thought it was too much of a rotation to continue on a run um you know where you're a five game unbeaten run and it just uh it was a fucking bummer and Konechny sucked and Paredes sucked and uh, that uh, lineup should have been able to handle RSL though and if if not for Ivacic's uh, uncharacteristic sort of floundering and lack of confidence we would have been fine again another player who isn't really playing so like what what level of, if you didn't show well, up to your really job hard. for you know three months um and then someone put you in, like you'd be like, "Oh shit, how do I re-edit this, or how do I do it's this?" It's different or how with a I... keeper, right? You can't just, you shouldn't probably be subbing your keepers in and out all the time. And everybody knows keepers like the hardest job to hold on to, anyway. In Vach- when he played in the in the COVID Cup tournament, he had a really good game. Or was that COVID Cup that he played for us? Or was that back of the regular season when he played? For I think us? it was regular season. Oh. He had a really good game. Um, you know, keep keepers. You can't sort of. I don't think you can necessarily hold those guys to the same kind of standards. Um, you know, of, of expecting to have that have them get playing time. Well, yeah, because he doesn't. Ha- yeah, they don't go and play in a reserve league when they're not playing for the A team. Yeah, Konechny had a crap game. He got subbed out at the half. That was just the right thing to do. Uh, he can recover from that. I pulled up Konechny's stats. He has made seven appearances this season. Uh, yeah. when all it's all right, reg- all regular season, none of it was MLS's back, and the uh, first two games, right? The ones that were live, it's seven, it doesn't say starts, just says seven appearances, 176 uh, minutes, no goals, no, no assists, one. So, 
Yeah, he's probably so only had he, that one start, and then he gets subbed in when the match is pretty much done, or when they're trying to. Yeah, I mean, if you just said 176 minutes over seven appearances, yeah, that's not even two, not even two full games. Yeah, and so if you assume, yeah, I mean, like you can't. I don't know. It's we talked about this in the beginning of this podcast uh, back in January, where we're going to struggle to get people on the field because we have such a deep lineup. Uh, And so when people like Eric Williamson step up and step in and clearly have become, you know, one of the better players, like that's going to, that's going to impact minutes for, uh, you know, players like Konechny and Paredes, which I'm happy about, but I'm not happy about such like a, a massive rest of all those people to go into RSL. It's like, um, you know, I don't know. I was not, I'm not pleased with the last two games. Um, and I feel like it was, um, yesterday it was just like one of those like hands in the air, like what the fuck? Kind of like when I was watching crush those guys, they had so Spurs. many people missing. I know. Yeah. yeah they, they, they were playing there. What they kept saying there. Well, at least, okay. So I was watching it on the LAFC channel cause my YouTube TV is linked to an LA account. So um, I'm going to turn you in. So they just kept um, they kept mentioning that it's the academy players. I didn't know if they kept saying that for, like, for your feed. Uh, they didn't say. I mean, they kept saying they were missing like seven of their starters or whatever. All their DPS and Latif Blessing was gone, and um, yeah, but I, I don't recall them saying academy players. Academy okay, because they kept yeah they kept talking about even at the half like how Portland is so great right now and how our academy players are playing so well against them <laughs> yeah what what is with our deal didn't we give some, that kid was 16 who got his first goal didn't yeah. somebody else that played us the first time ever mls got their first mls goal some other kid on another team earlier it sounds year? familiar i don't remember when though okay. who else was who else was young who we only played we only played Nashville, and who was the what was the home game? The first game, the opener, and all Minnesota, all the other games. Minnesota, too. no, but it was one of those two games. I think Tommy Chacon. Who is that? A guy or a sitcom? He's making he's making stuff up. <laughs> no, he's plays for Minnesota. He's like that little dude that's like five foot two. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, um, that was our podcast. I guess we'll um, talk about other stuff later. Have a good day. <laughs> that always makes me so happy when you make jokes. Yeah, <laughs> Tom Chacon. Uh, he is five foot five uh, and from Uruguay. Hey, at least I'm taller than him. Good for him, seriously. So, uh, what's going on with that Nella? He came. He played that one game for us. We did lose that game. He was good in that game, though. Um, it wasn't his fault that we lost. Uh, Ivacic, he was on the bench when Ivacic started, um, but he's never on the bench otherwise. And you, I would have thought dude. that maybe they would have put Atnella on the bench this tank, this game, considering the last time the goalie was the keeper was partially at fault for us losing. Yeah, he must have something in the works. Yeah, he's like, uh, he's like, out. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. Ivasic is pretty much the same style keeper that it, that um, Clark is. They both come way out of their box. They both dwell on the ball. Um, 
I don't know. Keeper's got to be the toughest position to keep. Good. But, like it's, yeah, like once you're trying to come back from it is like any kind of – yeah, mostly with this lineup because it seems like Geo favors Clark. Well, obviously. But, what? you know, we we do have depth like in keepers. We should be able to rotate and depending on what we're who we're playing. Yeah, like I'm looking just even at ages. So Clark is 34 years old. He has to yeah. be close to the end of his career. Jeff Attenella is 32 years old. Um, and arguably, I would say if he's the backup to Clark now, like Jeff's not going to be the starter next year if Clark is, you know, out of a contract. And then it's Aljaz. I can never pronounce the Eastern European names correctly, but he is 26 years old. Uh, and yeah, he's being groomed. Yeah, he is, I believe, our keeper of the future, but I also think he might be in the last year of his contract when they signed him. I would have to look just to make sure, but um, it's not none hard to keep on contract. It's not like people are beating their doors down for keepers that never get a chance to play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. If, if you were going to redo the Timbers roster this year um, and you had to pick a goalkeeper, would you pick any of the three or would you sign someone new? Uh, I, you know, I would, oh. I would, I don't know what's going on with that now's health. Um, the fact that he was able to play one game and he did well, even though he lost, but then hasn't been on the bench. I'm not sure what's going on with that, but I, I would have, um, you know, Clark, you gotta you gotta let him have the good. He's he's doing well, so you gotta let him stay while he's doing well. Um, so I would have I would have Atnella on the bench with Clark starting. So you wouldn't even put uh, Ivasic, uh, Ivasic over again. Iva sick anyone? Um, Ivasic. You Ivasic. you wouldn't have him even on the bench. Um, not over Atnella now. Assuming that he was he, healthy. I don't have anything I would have against the guy. I, I like him, but he he's got the exact same playing style that Clark does in my edu- uneducated eye. So <laughs> um, I don't know. He can stay. He's young still. He can stay. And I don't know. No, yeah, I would I would I would stick with that, Nella. Uh, see, I would have Avosic as the backup keeper always on the bench, and rotate between Jeff and Steve for depending on what game it is. Huh. Because I, you know, like the thing that bothers me about Steve is I hate how he runs out. He like, he'll run out. Like he, yeah. he's like the 11th man. <laughs> it's insane. He makes the me same way very, plays, very right? nervous. He saved our asses that way several times though. So yeah. Part of it is also, yeah. Part of it is he likes to run out. Part of it is he needs to, because or back line is sketchy. Yeah, I'm a fan I, I, of the sweep, sweeper keeper. Like it's a, uh, I like him running out, but he uh, is like he's terrifying when he runs out <laughs> um, for obvious reasons uh, with our history. But then even still, like there's that oh, what was that last year where he had like three saves on one play where he ran out. Kicked the ball oh yeah, right, and, and he almost got yeah. Checked. Uh-huh. Yeah, Superman dives, do whatever. It was like beautiful. That was some of the best goalkeeping you'll ever see. But I feel like he only ever has flashes of brilliance. And then he has 
tons of flashes of like poor goalkeeping. Yeah, because he comes like flailing out, like just, arms just see, flapping. Uh, <laughs> yesterday, when um, somebody passed it back, and he kept instead of kicking it out, he kept waiting for it to go all the way back. He almost let it go out the back line, and the guy. Um, from LAFC was almost right on top of him before he kicked it. Yeah, and that that scares me so much. It was. It didn't make any sense why he did that because <laughs> if he'd let it go out, it would have been their corner kick. But he didn't have to wait for that guy to get on top of him as the ball's on the line before he kicked <laughs> it out. Uh, hey, I got yeah. a hot take for you. Um, go. I think that after this year, hey, lay, you know, because it's all going to go away, right? COVID nineteen is going to go away. After this year, after it's gone away, I think that FIFA should stick to the five sub thing that we have going now. You know, ooh, that is. I like the i I like the idea because it does. You got to use a lot more of the bench, but I also I you know didn't we talk about this at the beginning of the podcast that I said that they were going to start doing water breaks because of commercials. Yep. And they're starting to do that. So I think they're going to keep the water breaks for sure. Uh, water breaks. They don't even have water breaks only when it's hot out. Yeah, it's like a certain temperature requirement for a water yeah. break to be a thing. Yeah, um, I don't know, dude. Do like, do with the subs. That was, that was Josh changing lanes without thinking. That was me changing lanes. Yeah, yeah. without even – without thinking is the way to say it. Yeah. Value Super add. Gosh. Yeah, value add. Um, That's what I'm here for. I um, I think uh, I like the five subs, and what I like about it is that it can change the dynamic of uh, the game uh, in the in the second you know second half and like specifically the last like you know fifteen minutes. If you could bring on, imagine like your subs being uh, uh, like. These go to Abobasi and Mora all at the same time, and you just start attacking a back line that's um, like already gassed. Like I think, yeah. I think that's awesome. Uh, so I hope they keep it quite personally, but I do not think that once Trump solves COVID for us and racism, <laughs> uh, that uh, they. I think they'll go back to whatever. And just um, awesome to note when I pulled up. Uh, Ivasage's uh, Wikipedia, his weight is listed as 397 pounds. I, don't know. <laughs> I, totally, I totally didn't do that. So <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. It's really funny. Um, but yeah, so, so uh, Greg, what do you think? Do you think uh, they, they should keep the five subs or go back to three? They should do like WWE tag team where players can just tag in, <laughs> tag out at will. Uh, I want to see hockey power plays. Yeah. Uh, I want to see hockey subs. A, pen, a, pen, you, a penalty box. Yeah. yeah. I just want to see hockey subs where you change half the team at once. Uh, no, I think five. I think the five man sub rule is fantastic, not just for individual games, but for the overall length of a whole season, keeping players healthy. Uh, it's heartbreaking anytime a team's you know important player goes down, not just us and with Blanco, but with Atlanta, with uh, Martinez. Nobody wants to see that. It's not good for the league. It's not good for the clubs. Uh, so if allowing more subs keeps more people healthy, I'm all for it. And what about penalty kicks? Do you want to go back to the old school penalty kicks where they used to run up and face the keeper <laughs> one-on-one? No draws. <laughs> Those are kind of fun to watch. I won't lie. Yeah. 
I was watching some old highlight videos of exactly those uh, things, and it's just it's absolutely comical uh, to to watch it, just because you could imagine Europeans watching it and going, "What in the fuck are the Americans doing?" And um, why, when the keeper doesn't starts running out, why don't you just chip it over him? I that's what I would have done every time. <laughs> I know you so, get it like ten feet in the air, and he's screwed. Interesting thing about that. I mean, you guys are talking about the no tie thing from NASL days. Is that FIFA was a, was um, evaluating that and con- actually considered that to see, wanted to see how that went because they were considering bringing it to other games too. Besides, no way. really? So, yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, it might have just been like, yeah, sure, let's see how this thing works out. Maybe it's something we should add. But it wasn't. That's funny. Yeah, it didn't happen completely in a vacuum. I think the rule about kicking back to a keeper, the keeper cannot pick it, pick it up with his hands. That's an old USL or NASL rule that FIFA later adopted. So, oh, really? yeah. Yeah. Huh. So America has put its stamp on the game. Sports. Right. Mushrooms. We got uh, cheerleaders. Some of those teams in the EPL have cheerleaders, don't they? And mascots. Wait, so do, do they really? Maybe Burnley. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like... The the Burn, Burnley uh, cheerleader is like the equivalent of the the South Park uh, graphic that Josh created. <laughs> so that, that's going to go great on the podcast because everyone's seen that graphic. Yeah, it's got to so, be worked into the. We'll f- find a way to make that as part of uh, the 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 Facebook post. But that thing is so damn funny. Um, so I'm Greg. You brought up something very interesting, uh, which I think would go back to Randy's hot takes in general. So like soccer hot takes, here we go. Randy, you said, keep the five man sub. Uh, and Greg, hot, you said, no, I mean, uh, not for us. Cause we're all losers and don't really understand the game. Uh, I just, I'm an American. I want to see high scores. Uh, so, uh, if you can't beat him 15, nothing. What's the point? Um, uh, God, America. Uh, and, <laughs> but the concept of a penalty box in soccer, to me, if you get a yellow card, I could see someone being taken out for 10 minutes and playing a man down. I think that would be awesome. And <laughs> it would make people be way more conscious of um, not uh, not playing like an asshole. So, I mean, that would like – all of a sudden, a Kyle Beckerman or Diego Chara might lose some of their their value in terms of what they bring for being gritty. But uh, I think it would be interesting um, to to have some type of penalty box, even five minutes, because I mean, again, like you don't want to take someone out from a game and put them back in to start running at full speed and injure themselves. But uh, certainly, would I, I would like to see it. You see that guy that. Uh, the penalty box reminds me of uh, the guy from LAFC came from an indoor soccer team. I guess he bypassed all of the, you know, the drafts and all that stuff. LAFC signed him from uh, an indoor soccer team where he had scored like 20 goals in a season or something like a year or so ago. Wait, the guy that scored last night? No, just one of their players that was on the field. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting. There is hope for fat bowl. A, a, a weird side entrance route into uh, MLS. It's that would be like a, a guy from Arena Football getting signed to an NFL team. <laughs> I mean, that's doesn't it go the other way. Like when, like a star NFL player goes to like the Canadian Football League, where they're doing, yeah, like, yeah, that shit's funny. Um, 
But no, does so that's my hot take. Does the Josh? Do you have any hot takes for the soccer games? Yeah, for soccer games, I just um, I want more Harold Hansen. I don't know why um, <laughs> he's not playing. He should be playing for every team always. And I need to see this guy play. Like we need to pull him up since there's he's no left. More he's Harold Hansen's left back, right? Yeah, yeah. So you have to. We're pretty deep there with Farfan and Viafania. Viafania. Oh yeah, we're we're deep. I forgot about uh, how great our back is. Viafania is excellent, man. Viafania is excellent, and uh, Farfan is is solid. But I want Hansen, and nothing's nothing's going to take me it back. Cheesesteak oh, is my Lord Jesus. I told you that, guys. Um, Yesterday, Gretchen squealed from the other room because she's like, Cheesecake. She was reading the, line, <laughs> the lineup. Cheesecake. Yeah. It can be anything that starts with cheese. Sorry, cheesesteak. Sorry. Yeah. It can be cheesecake, too. It doesn't matter. It's like, it's yeah. all the same that purpose. Works too, like, yeah. Dude, he is a, he is a hefty gentleman. Um, yeah. I had, he hadn't seen him on TV for a while. And when, it, when seeing him, Last night I was like, "Oh God, he is—he's thick. He's a he's big. Thick. He's dude. not big. He's not that big, though." Somebody on MLS Assist referred to people with that uh, build type, and they called them meat trucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cheesesteak is our resident meat truck. Yeah, he's not fat like I'm fat. No, no, uh, just compared to the regular soccer build, meat wagon, meat wagon, meat truck. <laughs> I like meat truck. Meat, meat. Uh, Greg, what's what's the official? What's the official? How is it? Um, what's it supposed to be in your industry? They called cheese it a steak. meat truck, but all right. Meat I like cheesesteak. Yeah, yeah cheese dude, he's. Good. I love cheesesteak. He's a cheesesteak kind of a guy. Like I bet you, you if a, you were like, if you met him and you said you want to get some food, and he'd be like, Yo, I want to get cheesesteaks. That's exactly <laughs> what he would say. He had a pretty good game. He had some rough passing, but um, his defense was pretty good. <sighs> So happy to see cheesesteak back in action. Um, uh, I am still going to definitely attempt to land him as our next uh, player interview. So um, maybe if you send him a cheesesteak, he oh. will be on. <laughs> We're going to start sending messages to like to the front office. I'm like, can you please send me cheesesteak's home address so I can you. send him a cheesesteak? Do you know if he <laughs> likes extra cheese whiz or less? I bet it's more. <laughs> Um, I bet. I bet it's more. I, I bet you it's double cheese. P.S. Uh, so, so, speaking of, oh, you go, Randy. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to make another joke. So it sounded like you were going to say something intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say we're like three quarters of the way through the season. Um, there's not going to be a supporter shield that was finally announced. Like, really? Yeah. I good. No, like why? Why is that why? good? That's and I didn't fun. Yeah, I didn't read the article, but I did see Randy that you posted it somewhere uh on the interwebs. That wasn't me. Or maybe you commented Thank on Thank you the, for thinking of me though. I, I don't understand why they wouldn't have a supporter shield. Like if it's still gonna be the same number of uh games and you know, everyone's playing the same, like is it like why would you not? Yeah, so you're probably thinking that was my argument that I had in that post was, it was the schedule's not balanced already. It's all, every team doesn't play each other already. So does it really matter that 
even that it's even more unbalanced this season. And apparently the independent supporters council guild of calamitous intent or whatever they're called. Um, uh, they've decided that it's not worth it because of that unevenness of the schedule. To me, that sounds like big government taking away my freedom. <laughs> is there a Cascadia cup this year? No, there isn't. No, no, for the same reason. Why? Cause we only play Seattle. Oh, no, actually the reasoning behind that was that, uh, it's a fan. It's the supporters. It's a supporters cup and supporters aren't able to watch those matches. I mean, I guess. Well, we've watched everyone. I know. Well, they're not there able to be there in person. I don't know. I, I kind of just disagreed with that, but um, I also don't I think really it's horseshit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the most important thing has already happened, uh, which is CONCACAF Champions League. So even though I'm disappointed with um, uh, the last couple games and the taking away of the supporter shield and not having Cascadia Cup, like – all that stuff is fun, but what really matters is fucking winning CONCACAF Champions League. We if we win MLS this year, also, we start in the – in what's it called? In like the knockout round. I mean in the, the – group stage? In the group stage. No, in the eights. In like the semifinals. Really? How does no, that I'm work? Joking. I'm joking. It means nothing. Why are you such an asshole? I got all excited. Yeah. Hot take from Josh. I know. I don't know. <laughs> try, try to make those jokes snappier next time. If you're I, it was falling apart as I was saying it, but then like fucking idiot decided to that keep was, going. And- that was like Ivasic <laughs> trying to come out and, and grab that shot. I, was like, oh, I don't know, man. Should I go? Uh, maybe I'll uh, uh, We'll see what happens. Here, global fat kid on this side of the line, and I'm like, really? That's awesome! I, oh my god, now I'm gonna change my whole oh Give me more peanuts. <laughs> peanuts is a so, food. Getting back on track. Three quarters of the season done with no supporter shield. Toronto was probably going to run away with that. Um, they're at 41 points. The West is all bunched up at um, where we're at at the 30 point level. 31 point. Yeah, you lose one game, we're like dropping out of the top four. Right. Fortunately for us, Sounders couldn't ha- break down San Jose. Um, I don't know what's worse, Sounders not being able to break down San Jose or us not being able to beat the third-string LAFC team. <laughs> and LA Galaxy, you know, without Chicharito, is dead last. <laughs> and they won. Oh. He, didn't, he didn't start, and they won. <laughs> but last, like, they have 18 points. Yeah. Yeah, I am uh, looking at that right now. So, I mean, 18 points, they can still be in the playoffs because the playoffs, uh, it's only one win away. Uh, and they'd be, it's the West. Of a possible 54 points already. Yeah, that's, um, <laughs> I love it when LA loses. And I love it even more when some fucking grown child named Chicharito who cries because he's lost his dream uh, has to come to MLS and he sucks here. Like he did in Europe. <laughs> um, I'm still bitter about that video where he's like, I've given up on my dream. It's like, Oh, or you're coming to get paid millions of dollars in one of the, you know, biggest international cities globally uh, to be excited to welcome you. And you still can't even play well here. 
think it's about you, buddy. It's not about the teams or the leagues. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what, where do you think we land um, in terms of final standings, Randy? Uh, conference or? Both. Uh, we'll probably end up second in the, in the West and probably like because of the weirdness, the way it's balanced, that'll end up being like fifth or sixth in, in overall. Is there a reason why you don't cheer for your home team to win first? Uh, I do cheer for them and I wish they win, but I, I think that's where we're going to end You're up. Realist. I mean, that seems about right. Yeah. Had I, we, so had we won Seattle going to win? Probably, no. yeah. And I'm gonna, you know, Toronto on top. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna pull my hair out if it if it's a ends up being Toronto and Seattle in the cup again. Oh Jesus, I hope not. Well, is there gonna be playoffs or is it just going straight to... playoffs? Try, try. And I don't know. Follow the league, Josh. I'm not trying to follow the league. I have no clue. I don't even know when games are on anymore. Oh, it's so... just like pops. I get an Instagram it's, post. They're as on like every Match other day. day. Yeah. There's like eight every three days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you should know in our video chat. I mean, in our um, in our text chat, I keep saying like, "Oh, I didn't know there was a game today." <laughs> I that, only know Dodger games. <laughs> that happened to me a couple of times where I was like, "Oh shit, there's a game! I better put that on." Um, I know it makes me happy, but like, I didn't. I don't know what the the playoffs are going to be like that as they announced how it's going to be like, is this considered regular season? Cause they're only releasing like a few games at a time. Like I have no clue what the there is going to be a playoffs and they're actually expanding it. So there's going to be one more team. Yeah. Than okay. It's harder years. to, it's harder to not make the playoffs than it is to make the playoffs. Yeah. Cause everyone fucking loves a loser. <laughs> well, they yeah. should have um, DC United with 15 points. Versus Galaxy. Ooh, Cincinnati has 16 points. Inner Miami has 18 points, even with Higuain. Yeah, so this is the interesting part about the, the way it's broken out. And I'm looking at the standings right now. So the Eastern Conference has 14 teams and the Western Conference has 12. And the Eastern Conference has 10 playoff spots and the Western has 8. Which is uh, interesting. So only a total of eight teams will not make the playoffs, which is like everyone gets a star league. How do they? How do they work that out? To how do I, you have an uneven number of teams advance in the playoffs? I don't know, and that's where I'm kind of like looking. At, sorry, I, I just noticed this on the MLS website. I'm going, oh, that's that's odd. Uh, and, uh, I don't, I don't know how they would do that. There is it, Cause it seems like the, the West would have like a bye week when they didn't have to compete or they could just have all the teams do old school PKs and that would be rad. <laughs> you know, but it might be cool to, uh, everyone against mix everyone. Up, mix up everybody. And, you know, like, <laughs> I think that actually kind of be kind of fun. Yeah. You guys remember oh, when man. everyone thought Columbus Crew was going to run away with it? <laughs> yeah, uh, the good old days. They're still up they're, there, though. They're in third. Yeah, right they're one Union, one think, win ahead of us. But Toronto's going to. I gonna, think um, Caleb Porter just celebrated. Didn't they say his hundredth win or something? Hundredth. Um, 
I can't be right. I believe personally um, that the Timbers are going to win the West. Um, and then they're going to create a new rule to go along with Josh's hot take. And we're going to skip uh, parts of CONCACAF Champions League and enter into the round of eight. It's a fact. Yeah, the under, yeah, what is it? The round of 16. What's under the round of 16? The round of eight, the elimination round of eight. Mm-hmm. That's what it's going to be called. We just start there. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Trade that next for topic. an automatic berth in the Open Cup final next year? Ooh. No. Very interesting. I, I might do that. All right. All right. Randy, what's next? Um, So let's talk about Ben Olsen got sacked from DC and uh, the coach. He's been there. Those, is he their first coach? Anybody? Anybody? Uh, Anybody? He's been there forever. No, he's not their first coach since then. He played for them in like the nineties. Yeah. He was a player. Those guys um, were falling apart. Even the, the, you know the the post game things got kind of sad and weird. Listening to him talk about how the team was going through all their struggles, they were like, "It's like, oh, Charlie Brown, I just I want you to be happy. Come on." But um, it was. I, I thought guys. again, I don't understand why they fire guys in the middle of the season like that when there's not much left to do. So. Good question. And I wonder, do you fire them because you've already given up on the season and you want someone who's fresh in there to start the rebuilding process uh, during the second half and evaluating talent to then see what changes they want to make in the off season? Um, Cause like, if you read all of the, like the parting comments from the interview, like it was all super lovey dovey uh, with the, the quotes from ownership and Ben Olsen. And right. uh, it it did not sound like the like you know how there were there were no lovey dovey things in the news when Caleb Porter left the the Timbers, but this it was, was all very curt, like yeah. yeah, it's like he no longer is he is no longer here. Um, where this one's like we love Ben Olsen, he's such a he's yeah. he's he's a hot man in the sack, um, you know blah blah blah. But it uh, it's weird. But it does bring up what you have uh, listed in the notes. Um, who uh, who is going to replace Ben Olsen? Uh, there are diversity issues, obviously, with MLS and and head coaches, and it's finally a chance for a team to be progressive and uh, like you know, obviously, a person of color. Uh, and or you have called out here as Jill Ellis. I didn't even hear that. What's that about? Yeah. Well, according to the some article, I think it was New York or I don't know Washington Post, um, but I couldn't read it because it was behind a paywall, and I've already used my three free ones from this month. Probably reading stuff about how something embarrassing that Trump has said. Um, but there's five, at least five black coaches on the preliminary list of candidates for that coaching job. And MLSsoccer.com had mentioned that Jill Ellis was also on a list, but that was um, a little bit a while ago, and we're also not sure if that's a real thing or not. But uh, one of the interesting things about Jill Ellis was that they were saying that she has not really been tested as a coach in the way that she's always had the best of the world-class players on her team. And so is she going to be able to coach a team that doesn't have the highest – 
you know, of talent yeah, that's you, already you overshadowing everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So less of a, like kind of a woman do it, but more of someone, if you've always had like a massive team and a, you know, whatever, right. and then you go to coach in the bad news bears, uh, how, like, how do you turn that? So right. that's interesting. Yeah. I, I think it'd be rad to, I mean, I don't, it would be rad for her to be a coach, um, not to take it away, anything away from any of the five black candidates. I don't know who they are, but, um, I think it would be amazing if she was a coach. I, I agree. I think that'd be awesome. Um, maybe, uh, the, the next person here on the agenda should be the head coach, Mr. Freddie Adu, considering that's where he started his tenure, um, as a professional soccer player. <laughs> oh at dc huh yeah i you know I've, i said that like you know like one of the first episodes we did i saw his first game in uh, a giant stadium in uh in new jersey and yeah, he was a 16 year old kid and he fucking scored an amazing goal and everyone's like here we go and now what's he doing randy uh, what is he doing uh, I checked oh, that link. He's playing for some random ass team. Yeah, in like Sweden. He's playing for a Swedish fishing village team called um, Oster Osterlin FF. Oh, he's he's thirty one years old. So, <laughs> so Drogba was like thirty seven and still playing for Chelsea. Yeah, that, that's and Didier like, Drogba. <laughs> that's not Freddie fucking Adu. Um, right. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That fishing village team is probably the equivalent of Fat Bowl, or at least Fat Bowl would be competitive if like Big Sam played. Uh, <laughs> so that's crazy. Um, I mean, the fact that he even declined my attempt to uh, goad him into an interview or a quote uh, on Cameo for this podcast, and I was like, oh, even Freddie Adu won't touch us, but then he goes and plays over there for that kind of a team. That's That's crazy. He's, to, he's 31. That's young. That is not young. Are you kidding me? If he's supposed to be, well, okay, well, he was supposed to be one of the best that we've ever produced. Clearly. And that's, and that's what, um, at, so I think you should still be playing at 31. You know, Mexico's finest, Landon Donovan, was like still in his late 30s and playing. He was in his 30s playing in the for Everton. Yeah, but you're... You're talking about the fucking like established really good players. Uh that like Freddie Adu is not. He was selling vacuum cleaners. I'm just saying what he was supposed to be. It's funny. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So because they say, yeah, because even the article says the former American Wonder Kid. And I was supposed to not be a disappointment too, but look at me now. <laughs> I know you just say, you say, who even knew you were still on? You yeah. you've been muted for the last thirty four minutes. Yeah, who was that oh, voice I just heard? In the, did in did the, I unmute? My bad. <laughs> I meant to stay muted. It's like having two Joshes. <laughs> I'm reading. I'm reading his tweets right now. He said, "Miss the sport so much, and just happy to have the opportunity to be playing again." One step at a time. Skipped a lot of steps in the past, but now I get a chance to do it right. I'm excited and never been more ready. Uh, super happy. And uh, the team that he joined uh, was recently promoted to Swedes, Sweden's Division One, the third tier in Sweden. Huh. So, moving on up. 
I hope he crushes it. And then um, Josh will get him to come onto the podcast after he's a, he's very famous and uh, you can ask him all the questions and quite like, like tell him he's like till he's 37 because Drogba did. You think when he's done over there, uh, LA galaxy will. (laughs) 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 He's probably paying $10 million. I mean, he's a European star. (laughs) Russia, Sweden. Um, hey, uh, speaking of uh, g- guys who were not uh, too cool to be on our podcast, um, uh, Simon, uh, my son Simon has started to uh, do some uh, training with the one or only Footy Danso. That's so rad. Yeah, that's awesome. What's um, well, what's it been like? Is it like individual training or is it his team? What's the deal? Well, he's had one individual session. Um, he's had one with a couple other kids. It's here's the interesting thing is that um, one day Simon goes to soccer practice and he comes back and he's like, "Yeah, Footy was at the practice training some of the kids." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" So I don't. He, there's no announcement from the the youth club or anything, but he, for whatever reason. Um, footy is there at some of these training sessions um helping out with the training and this was in, independent of, of us contacting him to have him do the individual session with with simon um but he's also we got also have a pod of a couple kids that he's going to do a, a little small group thing with them too but um you know i'm not sure exactly what he's talk what his um arrangement is with united pdx but for whatever reasons he's there at some of the practices helping out that's 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 really rad yeah um he i mean and he's still i mean every the during the interview we're like oh what a great guy right he is yeah. still that guy right like you know like he's still that guy he's just wonderful human being so yeah, we'll 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 link to he's he's offering training and uh, uh, we'll p- put a link in this episode's notes um, if you want to hook up with Footy if you want to do some Footy with Footy for you or for your kids I guess um, and I imagine he would train an adult too that would be kind of funny um, we'll be able to do that but that brings up uh, other speaking of guys on T two um, there is not going to be a T two next year they're going to go on a hiatus because. They're pulling out of USL while MLS tries to get their reserve league sorted out. I am. Uh, I think a reserve league makes way more sense than um, than T two playing in USL because when it's it devalues USL when the timbers are in it twice and seeing yeah, it. Yeah. If you throw stupid, it two way. Yeah. yeah. Stupid team name with a T two. Uh, and it's like it, if they, they use it as a farm team. So it should just be a farm team versus taking up an actual spot in a competitive league where uh, it, it doesn't make sense. And, and you have to pay for membership. Yeah. And, uh, okay. but I, I think Portland should still have a USL team. So not right, even so your, your beef is that a, it's de- devaluing USL and not, not from the team standpoint. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I completely agree with you. 
Yeah, it's I, like I'm going to tell you why you guys are wrong. Um, oh, <laughs> go on. Uh, Did you know Randy hates fun? We're not going to get the same kind of development out of the, out of our players. Guys like Williamson, they're not going to develop the same way that they did on USL team than they did as they as if they were on um, the reserve league. The reserve league, they don't play as many games. Um, I mean, I get it. That was expensive to operate, but you know, maybe they belong in a lower tier of USL. Um, and do we care if USL is? Why do Why do we care if it devalues the USL? We care about our own. We care about the Timbers and no, the no. Timbers. I care about I care about competitive soccer in the US, and I yeah, love in it. general. Yeah, but, uh, did was it last year? or The year before? Was it the Monarchs? They won. Um, that. They won uh, the USL League, so it's it's not every MLS affiliated team is a, not going to win like ours. But uh, no, but it looks bad for USL. I well, I feel, and I guess Jonathan does too, that if you have a two next to your name, it just sounds like you're just in this league, and it doesn't matter. Like if if the name of the team wasn't the Timbers, like say it was the Logs or something, <laughs> and it was like a development team, that's a different that's yeah. a different well, thing okay. altogether. So it's that's just the, the thing. fact you that it can, says two two. Yeah, I mean, does it look bad? There's about fifty teams in USL, so not everyone. Very only a few of them have the two tacked onto the end of it. Well, and that's the other thing, too. So if we go back to one of the original, original topics of do we ever introduce uh, promotion and relegation in U.S. soccer tiers, you couldn't have T2 be in USL and have the ability to go into MLS. That's true. And so I think Certainly this we could open- deal with that when, when and if we ever had relegation introduced. We're never going to yeah. have it. If, I, if we, I think this is a step in that direction. You'll you'll never you'll never be able to convince people to pay a franchise fee if they're just going to be out of the league. MLS would have to change its entire ownership structure for pro. Yeah, and, you, and all those guys that paid those outlandish franchise fees would have to be reimbursed. The only way they could do promotion and relegation is if they did two closed. MLS leagues, MLS one and MLS two or MLS champions and MLS, whatever. And so that they kept all those teams still within MLS. Well, maybe that's MLS what they're working. Maybe starting with the reserve league, seeing how that goes, they can no, then establish a MLS two. Yeah, that's goofy. They're not going to have two, two teams from the same city. Promotion yeah. Relegation I, scheme. Yeah. But anyways, not if it's, that's not if it's a single hypothetical. Yeah. My, my beef is that, is that, um, the reserve league is not going to be as good of a place to develop as a USL competitive league. Yeah, well, I, it's not, I agree. With it's you. not in twenty twenty two, but can it be in twenty thirty two? Yeah, that's true. Because it could be you anything. Know, you're running out of players. Like there's no, you're running out of spots. There needs to be places for these people to develop, or else they're just going to go somewhere else. Who the hell's dinking around with shits? I can hear things clinking. Is that you, Randy? No. If there's any background noise, it's always Randy. Hey, this is Editor Greg coming at you from the editing room in post. And after editing this garbled mess, yes, it is definitely Randy. It's always Randy. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a, up in my bedroom in on my bed. Randy's always like... Yeah. yeah. There it is. Oh. Once again... <laughs>
So I'm I'm on yeah. my bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean you had don't have metal on your bed. Yeah. I don't. Well, I am uh I don't know. I I think I think uh Greg what you said is is right and that it could be um uh you know by 2032 uh a very competitive league but the reserve league yeah oh come on no reserve league is ever competitive in any sport it can be i guess so i mean i guess they could go on to world win the world cup too yeah <laughs> i don't know Anything's i possible. Um, I think, uh, I think what's going to happen, uh, is if MLS as the top tier, uh, does not eventually go into promotion relegation, I think all the lower teals, uh, teals, uh, tiers of us soccer will do it. And they had to kick out, um, the, the MLS, uh, teams. I think all MLS teams are out, right? Yeah. No, they're not. They're not. No, it's just, some. What? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm going to put all my stock in USL now. They're going to be the dominant league in the US by 2032. Speaking of putting stock into a league, uh, has everyone here ponied up and got their their Wii funder for uh, PDX FC? No. I'm not. Not because I don't what? want to. It's just because I'm broke. Oh, well, tell Footy you'll pay him next time. <laughs> um, yeah. I've put this, my son's future in soccer ahead of Portland's future in soccer. I'll pay you next time. Yeah, I'll just next time. Um, what about you, Greg? Yep, I'm in. Ooh, I'm excited. That's who you should be investing in right now because uh, if there is another USL team that uh, takes flight, I bet you PDXFC uh, would be a natural acquisition target, uh, just for having all the, uh, shit figured out already. And a couple days ago, they tweeted, they are 95% of the way towards their baseline goal. So on that then they maybe let's, uh, put a link in the description. They hit it. Anybody, anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to, our last episode, I think episode 16 of the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast, listen to our interview with Luke Babson, uh, co-founder of PDXFC. And 17. see how you can buy in on a on a soccer team. Episode 17. Yeah, 17, thank you. Episode 17, and they hit their goal because yeah. the baseline goal was $50,000, and they're 50721 with 204 investors. Do you um, still invest shit. even though they hit the goal? 100%. Yeah, it's going to stay open. Uh, their their top goal is like two hundred and forty thousand. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. And they're just going to leave it open until it kind of flatlines long enough uh, for them to decide. Okay, it's time to pull the plug now. Good. Nice. Yes, I am. I'm sure, I'm sure. At least twenty five thousand of that came from people listening to our podcast. Yeah, they, you're welcome. We should probably be the jersey sponsor, uh, FYI. Um, they were about 6,000 away when our episode went up, so we could take credit for that 6,000, I think. Yeah, I, um, uh, I'm intrigued by that. I think that's awesome. Uh, I'm really surprised that they have not... Um, uh, who is typing? I could tell you right now. It, is, it looks like you, Randy. Just God, just damn it, Andy! They're isolated tracks, you numb nuts. They don't. Ha- he can just drop the volume down while I'm 
He's on his bed. God damn it. I knew I was hearing something. Um, uh, I think it's interesting that they have... um, (laughs) (laughs) Fucking motherfuckers. Um, uh, I think it's interesting uh, that they've only barely beat their goal at the moment, whereas... I had assumed they would hit two hundred and forty thousand dollars in no time. Yeah, well, people so, people that aren't interviewing for fancy jobs in Europe are broke right now. Yeah, but dude, look at like Chattanooga, Tennessee. They raise like yeah, a but, million dollars. Who the fuck lives in Chattanooga that has money? Name <laughs> like nobody. Same with Detroit. Like Detroit, they I think they raise like a million dollars. There goes all our Chattanooga listeners. Yeah. Sorry, guys. um, Yeah, but again, that was all pre-COVID, all pre-worst recession or whatever. You know, people don't have money for that stuff now. Well, they should get money for that stuff. (laughs) Oh, I didn't know that's how it works. Give me money. Yeah. Just don't you go to the government and ask? I don't know how it works. I go to the government and ask for money, and then they send me a bill saying I'm doing my taxes wrong. Oh fuck, dude! We, I don't know if I told you guys where we got railed on taxes this year. I mean, it's still it's a good thing overall, but like when they told me I was gonna owe, and I got the bill, and I was like, "Oh, you meant like really owe you money?" Okay, um, I thought it was just gonna be. Did a you have little to sell thing. one of your scooters to pay your taxes, dude. We sold uh, our two Vespas. True story, uh, but not to pay our taxes. I have money, so I paid the taxes, but. Um, uh, we are, we started to do more of a purge for what will be the eventual move. And it's like, you start looking at the shit that you have and it's like, is it worth it to pay to move it? Or is it worth it just to go to Ikea there and buy the same shitty couch? So, yeah. um, see, that's where you screwed up. If you don't file your taxes, you never have to pay them. <laughs> and what, what you should have been doing with your taxes is, we should have set up this Portland Vanity Soccer podcast as a corporation, and oh, and it loses awesome. money every year. Yeah. yeah, but hey, guys, I have to drop in uh, in eight minutes um, okay. for a for a call. So, do we want to do? Um, uh, is there anything else specifically that you want my opinion on? It's all just NWSL stuff, which we really know nothing about. Oh, come on. <laughs> Oh, all right, uh, Randy. Talk about um, Ibobasi, um in Get Out the Vote video. Oh, it's uh, our friend Zippy was involved with the project, um, and uh, it's a Get Out the Vote project. We'll put a link in the link in the description. Um, and uh, Jeremy Obobasi makes a short appearance and does some of the voiceover for it. It's not he's not appearing as. Timbers player Jeremy Obobasi. It's just uh, random citizens chiming in about why you should get out there and vote. So it's worth checking out. So did you say register to vote or register to vote? Because I was like, I'm sorry, should register to vote. Um, (laughs) And also, get out the vote sounds like an '80s like thing MTV would do to vote. It's not about registering to vote, actually. It's just about voting, I believe. It's kind of too late to register. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. You, yeah. Do you guys vote already? I just got my thing in the mail, and I, I'm putting it in the mail after this. Uh, we, I, I put ours in the Dropbox yesterday. 
Uh, I am going to do that at some point this week. Um, I am voting for obviously Trump. I mean, I want to keep America great. Um, and uh, I'm going to vote for tear gas Ted because if anything, uh, I you love fucking gassing. kidding me, dude. Are you kidding me? No, of course I'm. Of course I'm fucking kidding you. I started with I'm going to vote for Trump. Are you think I'm going to also vote for no, Ted? No, but Mueller? the tear gas Ted part. No, I'm not voting for him. I'm voting for Sarah oh, and Aron. God, thank God. I thought you were being serious. Oh, that's so funny. Second. I don't even have that as an option because I'm up here, like us. We yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm not fucking. It's Ted crazy. Wheeler can eat a bag of shit. That guy fucking sucks. Um, weird how they don't let you vote for the Portland mayor and like Oswego. I know. Yeah. I wrote. I'm, I'm, I wrote in Ted Wheeler for president. <laughs> I, uh, I, my, my beef there. Like I was explaining this to Brianna yesterday as we were walking the dogs about Ted Wheeler, and um, I don't think uh, it's it's amazing to me. He almost won the outright majority in the last election, which was pre you know um, the murder of George Floyd, and. Uh, knowing what I know now, considering he was at that point, like, you know, he wasn't getting endorsements from Portland Mercury News or anything like that, but he was still, uh, like, it wasn't like he was a bad choice. And now it's like, Jesus Christ, man, he went from, uh, almost winning the, you know, 50% majority in that election and now being tied with Sarah and Aron and his campaign, putting out those fucking mailers with the, um, trying to paint her as a, radical antifa um you know whatever i was like if i ever see that dude in public and you can put this uh, on the air i will punch him in the nuts so fucking hard um that Does he have to have nuts for that yeah what a yeah fucking, exactly fuck that guy uh no so randy no i was joking when i said okay, tear gas ted i was i was in, in the sense that i'm like oh yeah i'm gonna vote for tear gas ted and trump uh, and blah 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 no here's my exercise in fatalism is uh I was going to vote for, I was going to write in Railford, but um, the polling is showing that it's neck and neck with, with Wheeler's neck and neck with, um, what's the other woman's name? Sarah Anderon? Yes. I, I couldn't remember how to pronounce it, so I didn't want to butcher it. And yeah. uh, my desire to see him out of the office is, is what's making me vote for Sarah, not that I'm particularly fond of her, but there you have it. I'm not fond of her either, um, but I am definitely not fond of whatever. And that whole write in whoever, like that's fucking stupid. And that's the uh, it is like anyone who does a write in vote in this type of a race that has an actual opinion is a fucking idiot because she's not going to win, and you're going to take away votes from sarah and her own and i know that like you have to vote your conscience and you have to do the right thing and uh you know but we are at a time where you cannot waste your vote you can't um sure in portland like you could probably vote for a third party candidate for president and it, it's not going to make a difference in terms of the overall state of oregon like we're going to go blue but uh i have a buddy who was in many famous punk and hardcore bands um who lives in Michigan, who is very left wing. And he was pissed when Biden won the, the, um, the, the primary. And he was like, Dem he's like, I am not voting for Joe Biden. They, you know, they don't get to just have my vote um, based on this, you know, corrupt machine they're pulling through where they all jumped out and endorsed Biden to stop Bernie Sanders. Um, I was like, dude, fuck you. You don't have 
like you don't get a choice. You you better vote for Joe Biden in Michigan, like of any state. Like if you try some bullshit third party write in so you can feel good when you go to bed at night, just remember that when Trump wins again, that's your fucking fault. Uh, well, let's wrap it up, boys. It was great talking at you. Still kind of disappointed that Randy doesn't want to talk about sex with players, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Josh, where can the people find us? I don't know. Oh, great. Here we go. Dude, I thought, wait, I thought we weren't wrapping it up. I thought only Douchebag was wrapping it up. Well, I we don't have anything I, to talk about anyways. Yeah, Greg, can you please do Josh's job for him? And actually I'm, Josh doing it, I'm doing it. God. Podcast and just make some logos so we can be fucking. God. What? Well, you guys are so mean to me. I'm just trying to help. <laughs> help quicker. Email us at PortlandVanity at gmail.com. How do you know it? I'm trying to find it. <laughs> Leave us a voicemail at 503-583-4235. My life is falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> this week's on closing Fa- music is... Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I had one for this, but I forgot it. Fancy God Rosie. It. The tune is called Punk Police. Fancy yeah. Rosie is a uh, was I don't even know if she's still alive. She was like a model in Germany or someplace in the seventies, and this is like a one side's like a disc, disco disc, disco exploitation track, and the other side is a punk punk exploitation track. Um, nice, I'm all oh. about it. So we're gonna like hear uh, Punk Police, which uh, is a is a really excellent track, and I got really excited when I first heard it, and then I wanted to find out more about her, but. Um, it was the, the case of, well, that's one great single, and then everything else is awful. So, <laughs> Punk Police. Well, you can by, also find, you, go. Punk Police by Fancy Rosie. You could find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, and Google Play. That is it. All right. See you guys next time. Uh, uh, quick match predictions Dodgers take it in five. Dodgers take it in five. <laughs> I agree. God. <laughs> Boring, boring sport. What, you want Tampa to win? All right, that's it. (laughs) Why would anyone ever want Tampa to win? (laughs) All right, well, let's uh, hit stop recording so we can make sure that
Cyrus, do not send me a smell. How many times have I told you guys that I don't want no horse around on the airplane? One of three ballistics is the best section in the entire world. Cyrus, do not send me a smell. Yeah, so what's going on? Are we doing a podcast? Yes. Do you want to podcast with me, baby? I think we just read the notes and then call it... Okay. Five Gang Game Street. Snapped. Followed by <laughs> a weak draw. What's wrong? J.E.? Gambling or resting? Five games left in the season. <laughs> the that would be the sucked. <laughs> best podcast ever. Dropping um, points against LAFC. Chicken breast, salami, batteries. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Sorry, Wrong I'm, reading, I'm reading my shopping list, guys. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. The Dodgers. Oh, World Series podcast. We cannot talk about that, even though you're going to force it. <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about it. Good for you. We're going to sing about it. <laughs> oh, we are going to. <laughs> It never ends. Oh, oh yeah! Oh man! <laughs> Score ball points! Yeah, touchdown! <laughs> and and I'm really good at making perler beads. Making what? Perler beads. What the hell are perler beads? They're a thing Margot likes. They're these little beads that you make shapes out of, and then you iron them. Yeah, well these these are different. You just iron them, and then they melt. The plastic just melts. And I did. <laughs> Oh, he's like spraying with water I'm lots or of traction. Like yeah. Yeah. Lots. Uh, it knows when I'm cranking it, even if it's on my right hand. All right. Like, Make sure you add that to your LinkedIn <laughs> resume. <laughs> he's, he's like, nice one, J.E. Make some knuckle children. Um, oh, man. The so, day the Apple Watch hands you a tissue when you're done is <laughs> it just like goes like goes ding, ding, and it comes out <laughs> rolling over in his grave. You need a tissue. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, I think uh, I don't even. I I, I brain farted so bad right there. <laughs> I think I had a stroke, <laughs> a little mini stroke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, you're all right. So then you, um, you screw up once and you're okay. it's super hard for you to get back. Yeah, no, definitely start with that. Um, and also start with my fuck, Mary kill part two that Randy chose to not partake in. Um, well, you're not going to say kill someone or that's, that's a good thing to edit out <laughs> in this climate. Ooh. <laughs> because right. what, what, what are you gonna, what are you going to say? Like I don't yeah, I'm not. Come, make sure you cut this out. But I'm you're not going to say like you're going to fuck um you're going to and you're going to fuck Jeff That's because he's, he seems like he would be a he gentle seems like lover. a good yeah a, good, a gentle lover and a good father. <laughs> I mean you'd 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 marry him. 
was actually really funny. I actually the, had thought the, of the good father part, but I did not see the gentle lover coming. And, and the and the other one, whatever his name is, because oh, uh, God. he's young, so you just want to fuck him. Yeah, like you look at. 510 160 pounds he is way more than 160 pounds dude like he's got man tits but not like gross ones <laughs> so he has nice ones uh sure i mean they're they're subtle um but but they're visible when he runs i'm like oh man he's he, that's like me um uh but uh yeah so meat so meat house that's what we should go with Oh!